Hey friends, welcome to the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Katie Taylor. I'm glad you've joined me today. If this is your first time, welcome. We're in the middle of a series and we're talking about the six tools the enemy uses against us to keep us from living a life that God has called us to. I want to recap those real quick and we're going to get right into today's episode. So the first week we talked about tool number one of the enemy, which is through discouragement and then how God gives us the tool of encouragement and being around other believers. The second tool we talked about was distraction, but then how God gives us the tool to fight against that by having direction and purpose. The tool we talked about last week from the enemy was being dissatisfied, but how God gives us the tool to fight the enemy with that through contentment. Today we're going to be talking about the fourth tool, which is deception. And then we have two more after that. We're going to be talking about disappointment and doubt to round out the series. So let's not waste any time. Let's get started today on the Not About Me podcast. All right, guys. So we're talking today about the fourth tool of the enemy, which is deception. And whether or not you're a believer or not, you've probably fallen prey to a lie or the act of deception. If you're familiar with the Bible, you've probably heard the story of Adam and Eve and the serpent, right? It's in the very beginning of the Bible, second chapter, God's having this conversation with Adam in verse 16 and 17, and he gives him instructions about what he could eat in the Garden of Eden. And then we see just a few verses later in chapter 3, the first six verses, the start of this tool from the enemy through deception when talking about what they could or couldn't eat from the garden. Now I want to read those verses real quick for us. In chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. The serpent responds and says, You will certainly not die. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. In verse 6, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. See, the enemy or Satan deceived Eve and said, you're not going to die. God just doesn't want you to be like him. Fallen into this deception leads us to where we are today with sin in the world. It cost Adam and Eve a lot because of believing the lie that they were fed. So let me ask you, what's the biggest lie you've ever believed? What has the enemy deceived you into believing either about yourself or maybe even the people around you? What's caused you to believe something about your life that you know isn't true? As a nurse, I took care of many patients that believed a lot of lies about themselves. And many had this false sense that they could control uh, their feelings associated with these lies with different coping mechanisms. Patients uh, abused alcohol, drugs, even food. uh, You name it, I, I pretty much saw it. I also saw the results of people believing lies about themselves that no one's going to miss you, um, and these people try to take their life. They believed a lie that there was no way out, and it, and it didn't matter anyway uh, because they themselves don't matter. All a lie. At some point, we've all believed a lie about ourselves or we've been lied to by those that we trusted. 
looking back on my life, I can recognize a lot of the times that I fell into the, this deception as well. I particularly struggle with knowing my identity. Uh, I believe lies that were being fed to me. I then rationalized my actions and my sinful behavior by uh, trying to justify the lie uh, that caused me to do something. Um, so it's not foreign to us even in today. This happened in the garden at the very beginning of Scripture and also still happens today. The enemy is desperate to keep us from living a life that God has called us to live. If he can trick us into believing a lie, he will. In order to combat the lies and the deception, we have to know truth. Well, John 1, verse 14 and 17 says this, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And 17 says, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. So the best way to combat deception and lies of the enemy is through truth. Truth came through Jesus, as those verses said. Jesus himself confirms it later on in the book of John. In John fourteen six, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus gives Christians the spirit of truth. In John 14, in verse 16 and 17, it says, And I will ask the Father... And he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Truth is also this piece of the armor of God that he has given us. And this can be found in Ephesians. And Ephesians 6.14 says, Stand firm then with a belt of truth buckled around your waist. We have to know the truth, which is Jesus to be able to stand against the lies and deception that Satan, the enemy, throws our way. Maybe there's some lies that you've been believing about yourself, maybe even about God or about the people around you. Get in the battle and fight with truth. In order to do that, we have to be in communication with the Lord through prayer and through reading the Bible. So, ask God to reveal the truth to you so that you can recognize the deception that the enemy is throwing at you and stop believing the lies. Learn to memorize scripture so that we can fight against the deceptions thrown our way. You have meaning and purpose in this life. If you don't hear it from anyone else in your life, I'm going to say it for you. You matter. I address this as friends for a reason, because my prayer is to see you, my brother, or my sister in Christ, one day in heaven. Remember, you and I have a purpose, to love God and love our neighbor. So ask him. Ask him to show you how to love him more and how to love your neighbor because this life is contrary to the lie that's been fed to us by the world and by our enemy. It's not about me. Man, I, I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode today on deception and utilizing the tool from God with truth. I know I've certainly been guilty of believing a lot of lies about myself before. So thank you, friends, for joining me today. If it was your first time, I hope you found this to be helpful, and I pray that God would just continue to use this series to help you identify these different tools the enemy tries to use against you. If you liked it, please share it with your friends and your family. Like, subscribe, follow. You guys know what to do. You can find us on Instagram, or you can even shoot us an email at notaboutmepodcast at gmail.com. 
We would love to hear what God is doing in your life and what you've learned through this series. We have two more episodes left in this series, so join us next week for tool number five. And let's continue to carry on what we're learning with us into the world as we learn to live a life not about me. Thank you.